Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. With Counterpoint, we got Mike Van Solen, principal over at Navigator Communications, joining us, and Stephen LeDrew, Toronto-based lawyer, broadcaster, and one-time president <laughs> of the Liberal Party. <laughs> of that party. Good evening, Alex. Hello there, sir. Lovely to chat with you. Oh, and Mike. <laughs> well, let's talk about your friends, because um, Mr. Trudeau is not going to be getting involved in the feud between Mr. Tory and Mr. Ford, which which would have been a Christmas gift to all <laughs> if he had. Um, but they are disappointed with the you know him using the notwithstanding clause. But you know today again we hear Mike that another lawsuit. So now we got sure. Greenpeace jumping into the thing over cap and trade. Every day we get these junk suits filed, and every day we're going to have an activist group trying somehow to disrupt the the government that was elected right. in. And so. You know, I got to be honest. I look at this notwithstanding clause and I say, okay, send that message because that's what he did was send a message. Maybe not the most important case to do it, but. I say hats off to Greenpeace because I think <laughs> they just sort of made everybody's point. I mean, I don't think uh, Premier Ford could have been more clear that he was going to get rid of cap and trade, get rid of, uh, you know, the carbon tax uh, throughout the campaign. And that's exactly what, uh, you know, he, he is, he's done and, and committed to do. And sure enough, every time they don't like something that this government does, they take them to court. And you know what? They often, you know, they can find a sympathetic ear in the judiciary. Or the charter, which you can now, yeah, or, like pipe cleaner, you can make right. it fit whatever your fight is. And I'm kind of old-fashioned. I think parliamentary supremacy actually means something. I think uh, we, uh, I think democracy means something. And when you vote in a government, they have a majority uh, in, in this case. But, but when they... Uh, when they have uh, control, they, they get to uh, bring forward their agenda. And you know what? If people don't like it in four years or in a minority situation and even less time, you know that they turf them out. So um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I just think we have this a little bit and we're learning all, you know, we're, we're getting this crash course. But we have a Westminster system, but it's kind of overlaid with these, this charter, which uh, it brings a certain judiciary power to, uh, to judges in the courts. Um, but... Uh, but look, I I, th- I think uh, Greenpeace has only made the point that uh, progressives, in particular, see a real opportunity to upset the agenda of the Ford government by or using the courts. any government. I mean, if it wasn't the Harper government with getting pipelines built and everything else. I mean, Stephen, I mean, the bottom line is, um, I think these groups are coming up against a different Ford this time because Rob Ford played that game. I think history is not going to allow Ford to, to repeat that. He'll just make the mark now and say, I'm not doing it. Well, it's it's good to realize that the whole problem is with the charter. I mean, that's what gives these groups uh, the ability to go to court and to mount a case. So, I mean, people are saying, well, it's too bad to use the notwithstanding charge and their uh, clause and their tut-tutting, but it's because of the charter in the first place. Yeah. That uh, and Mike makes a point that Westminster, you know, I mean, Parliament used to be supreme. It no, now no longer is. And so, I mean, there needs to be a, a, a piece of... Uh, ammunition that you can use against, you know, Greenpeace and other groups who go and they, you know, they want to impose, they want to impose their will upon the democratically elected people. And uh, they aren't democratic. I mean, they're, they're the progressives and they say, you know what, 
Well, they're not. They're, they're funded. But they're funded by foreign money. Let's be honest here. They're an activist group that's funded by foreign money. They lost touch with reality a long time ago. Yeah. They're not the group that people liked before. Um, but why? Are they, but again, they they are accusing him of not consulting with the people. What the hell's an election? I mean, am I am I crazy here? An election was held, yeah. and he ran on this. Yeah. Well, no. Well, I mean, I, I hear that point when they say. Well, he never specifically said, elect me, and I'm going to cut the Council of City of Toronto. But he half. did say he was going to cancel cap and trade. Yes, absolutely, for cap and trade. But for you know, the other thing, though, the other point that he had to use that is he said, I'm going to reduce government. If you, if you work this down, first of all, you said, Alex, that uh, Trudeau's not getting involved. Trudeau is getting involved. <laughs> he got involved. He tut-tutted this. He, he's saying he's not going to get involved legally. He's not going to, to disallow the, the use of that, and the federal government could say to the province, you know what, we're just going to disallow that, and he's not going to do that darn good. Uh, he doesn't have the gonads to do it. He doesn't have the reason to do it. But he is, you know, there is a battle going on, no question about that. But when you come down to it, this whole thing, and most people don't know about the notwithstanding clause, and they don't care about it. It's whether, it's two issues. One, whether you think that we have too many elected politicians in Toronto, whether it's going to work better if it's half. And most people will say, yeah. Uh, was the timing a little bit off? Should he have changed the rules halfway through the election? Well, that is a problem. There's no doubt That's about that. That's a different that. argument, though. Yeah, yeah, it is a different yeah. argument. It is. It so is. We have but that you're right. Now, Your point's right. And we have, so we have that now, and, and there's no question about it. There's going to be an election, uh, and it's going to be half the size of council. Ford is going to uh, win the day on his point. And politically, most people, I think, will agree with him. That's the end of it. Well, well, the end of it could be city council. He could just go in there and say, you know what? To hell with all of you. I'll yeah. cut well, you to ten well, or two. And, and, and this just have a mayor. And, and part of it is that people... People had out before this uh, ruling the, the other day. Yes, is it only been? It's been 20, yesterday. It's it's been only, 24 only 24 hours. Hours. Uh, uh, before this ruling, people, you know, even though they had, they had gotten into hysterics and they were they were really upset. You know, those who, those who wanted to be upset about it were upset about it. But once they thought it was all happening, they they had moved on. Like people had actually made peace with it, yeah. and, and and including candidates. And this is where I just fundamentally disagree with the ruling. This idea that the candidate's speech was somehow fettered. By this process. Well, I mean, that's the problem: is that you can bend the charter to wow. whatever argument, and that's why if you freedom get freedom of expression, Alex, freedom of expression, so you need more, more, um, more counselors. No, what, but but what was stopping any of the people running from going out in the street corner and screaming their brains out that they were running? Because frankly, as a voter and a person who pays a lot of tax in this city, I feel like my charter uh, rights to existing as a uh, just a peaceful loving person are being compromised because of the crazies at council and, and the enterprising counselors uh the smart ones even even if uh, some who publicly protested uh, yeah. the move a little bit you know what they did they got out and they started knocking on doors around the 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 area that would be their new riding they moved on with it and they didn't have a difficulty going going and, and talking to candidates and further the idea that somehow what your message was going to change if your writing was X and it became Y? Somehow well, you're you going to move from being what for tax cuts to against tax cuts? It, it, may, it made yeah. no sense. Let me ask you this because I've got to go to break. Uh, if you had to forecast where this is going, how do you see this kind? Do you, are we going to the polls on October twenty whatever the day is twenty first? I think we are, and there'll be twenty five oh. awards. And and are you of the same or? Are no, you, we are. We are. I mean, this this is over. All but for the squawking, this is over. We're going to have the election on the election day. It's like whatever the twenty third. I think it is. Um, and we are going to have 25 wards for the city of Toronto. And a year from now, 
Uh, there'll probably be some legislation making it a strong mayor. The other shoe will drop. Uh, aside from cutting it in half, they'll have more powers to the mayor. And people will say, well, what was all that fuss all about? Yeah, imagine that. All right, but by then we'll have 50 more lawsuits we're dealing with, so we'll forget well, about well, it. Well, you know what? Right. Let the courts deal with it. That's what they're for. Apparently. Okay, yeah, there. That's what it's there for. It's not there to make legislation. Okay, Absolutely. quick break here, and when we come back, we will uh, weigh into whether or not NAFTA might be falling apart or going on it. A bit of sa- uh, saber rattling going on today. We'll talk about that. Uh, and if you've got an alarm and it goes off and the police don't respond to it, why have an alarm? Why have, you know, the gadget? You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. It is Counterpoint. We got Mike Van Solen and Stephen LeDrew, and I want to talk about NAFTA because I was like, it's kind of got quiet, and then you start to hear some chatter this afternoon. Uh, Justin Trudeau was out uh, openly saying that, um, you know, major disruptions of dairy farming and any supply management to NAFTA would have dire consequences to this country. But he's still going on about how he won't sign this bad deal. And then Trump out, of course, warning about these tariffs that he is more than willing to throw in. And I don't know, uh, Stephen, and I'll start with you on this. I don't know if we're being peppered and prepared by the Trudeau government um, to accept that we may uh, just be about to lose NAFTA because supply management is still a huge issue. And the supply or the farmers, dairy farmers today said we're not giving anything else up. Well, they say that, but the government maybe should give something up. First of all, uh, supply management doesn't do the Canadian consumer any benefit at all. No benefit. It just has high prices. So for all the young fathers and moms with kids out there, and they have all kinds of dairy requirements, um, they will get a break if uh, the government has to throw something in on the table on this one. Trump has to come up with something for the Wisconsin farmers. And when you look at it just for Wisconsin alone, they have a real case to complain about Canada. Canada, Canadian dairy farmers. And we are not talking about mom and pa dairy farmers here. We are talking about, I think it's something like 95% of the dairy industry in Canada is run by corporations that make more than $50 million a year each. Mm. This, is not, this is not some... You know, dad getting up at four thirty in the morning, going out there <laughs> slogging. Uh, you know, the, the 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 cows and stuff like that. So this is big money, and they have a lot of money, and they have a lot of lobbyists. They have a lot of power behind them, and of course, Trudeau looking at the next election, saying the twenty or twenty five ridings, which they could make could make a difference in in Quebec. Uh, I need those ridings. So he doesn't want to have to do this. I mean, we could lose a deal because of that loan, but you know that Trump doesn't give a darn about that. I mean, Trump doesn't care about losing the deal, and he will gladly say, fine, we're going to move the whole auto plant, auto industry down to, you know, to Michigan, the United States. Yeah. And for the midterms, he's going to say, I just moved 125,000 good-paying jobs down to here. Sure. I mean, it could be a win-win for him. So, and there's a lot of chatter going on. I just think what they're trying to do is say, if we stay in the room long enough, maybe something will happen. Mike, I don't know. Or, or if we stay in the room, maybe uh, people will buy that we're really fighting for dairy management, supply management, these issues. And then, Mike, they'll say, we ha- sorry, we had to take it off the table because it was going to cost a lot. Or maybe they are just crazy enough to sink the whole country just for political gain here. Look, I, I, I don't know why... We knew we were going in this. I, I thought maybe the Liberal government was the ones who could finally sort of slay the supply management beast. 
and and just you know taking what what Stephen said, I think it's exactly right, and I've been saying this for some time. Why don't we just say, look, uh, Canadians, we need to protect our our small family farms. So we're we're going to protect anybody who doesn't make more than fifty million dollars a year. You're going to yeah. be protected to the end of time. Any big corporations, you know, with uh, making more than fifty million dollars a year, look, you're going to have to compete in a North American market, and that's just the way it is. And you know what? If Trump so showed that kind of backbone, um, I think Canadians would respond. I think there'd be other ridings. You know, if if he loses a few in Quebec, I think other there would be other ridings who would say, "Hey, I respect that." You know, so good why, for why, you. Why aren't the Tories out there saying the federal Tories out there saying, "You know what? We should have." Because they sold themselves this. to milk too. And, and 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 I just like to, but I just like to, you know, for listeners and stuff out there. I don't quite understand this. I, we, we say, oh, there's tons of lobbyists. And, and sure, there's, there's lobbyists, uh, you know, representing that industry. But there's not money in lobbying. There's not money in, in that industry to, to fund. There's no corporate donations. Uh, you know, so it, it, it's not a oh, lifeblood. They are rich. They were all over the conservative um, convention. They... The well, sure. Yeah, no, I, I get it. They're, I get it. They're coming out, but look, I'm just, I just don't want to create some parallel in people's minds that you know what's going on here is anything like what we'll see south of the border. The, well, the money is, just the isn't in it the way it is. Like, it's like the NRA is in the states. They've got a lot of money, and they are really, really good at what they're doing when they lobby. Not only. Uh, politicians, when they love lobby bureaucrats, they lobby the media. I mean, they have they have tentacles uh, they, everywhere in Canada. Yeah, I, I get it; they're big and they're working hard. And uh, you know, I just I just don't want to. It would be wrong to create a parallel in people's mind to yeah, the lar- it would large also, industries that exist. In, it would also be lo- long, wrong to you know take a whole country down based on you know the fact that and, you want to uh, you know. And it's all politics on both sides of the board. Right. That's what's pissing me off. It's being played here as much as it is there. Oh, I'm so glad so, we can use that word on your show, Alex. <laughs> well, if I can say schmegma, then I can say. <laughs> all right, look, I want to get to this one because um, I haven't gotten to it yet. What is the point of having a home alarm if the police are not going to respond to it? Apparently, the Toronto police say officers are no longer going to respond to property. It's about time. Um, unless there's evidence of a break-in, Steve. So, like, if minutes matter and seconds matter, and you've bought your alarm system, shouldn't they show up? Toronto police are not a private police force. They are the public police force. And if you look at the, I don't know how many, Mike, like the hundreds of thousands, not millions of homes in the GTA, and and so many of them have alarm systems, so many of them are not updated or... You know, it's, uh, it's some motion detector as someone breaks something. The cops will be going out, running around like chickens with their heads cut off all over the place. If you have an emergency in your home, you dial, um, what is it, 911. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teaching my five-year-old, it's 911. And you only call Stephen if it's an emergency. See, write, write it on your hand, Stephen. You should Never know call number. for a prank. <laughs> if it's an emergency of, of life and death or if there's a threat or something like that, you call the police, but if we, if you want the police to respond to every every electronic or mechanical device that's setting off alarms, that is simply not sustainable, in my view. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and it's 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 sort of the the challenge that these alarm systems have become cheaper and cheaper, so more and more yeah. people can afford them. And uh, you know, it's usually your you know cousin cousin Jimmy who slipped in the back door because he had the key, but he didn't know there was a code. And you know, that's what half half the half the time it is. So, uh, look, I I do think the police need to concentrate on bigger matters, and and yeah. so I get I get it. All right, I gotta leave it there. Hey, look, if I had my way, I would have these things somehow 
accompanied up with like tasers so that like you just as soon as you see someone trap doors trap doors like start firing stuff at them i think yeah, i have no problem with that that'd be a great well, idea cousin jimmy you know, it's all of a lot of family disputes <laughs> cousin jimmy's gone down the trap door again never to be coming back well he's got or at least a mechanical device to fire elastics at him yeah well i'd be i'd be aiming for something a lot harder than that oh it's all fun till someone loses an eye that's right all right i gotta go speaking of uh my not my eyes. All right, I gotta go because I gotta leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us, Stephen yeah, Ladrew. Next week, Alex. Mike. You bet. Absolutely. You bet. And Take care. Uh, Bye. that is Mike Van Solen joining us tonight. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.